Welcome to the Health Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Dr. Rogelio Ralzola, a PhD in health, exercise, and sports science, a strength coach with over a decade of experience in personal, collegiate, and professional settings, and a sports scientist whose main goal is to use testing and data to maximize your health and performance. And I'm Brooke West, holistic registered dietitian, practicing the perfect combination of a functional nutrition, science-based root cause approach, and hippie magic, with areas of expertise in women's health and hormones, gut health, and micronutrient balance. We believe that health is multifaceted, but not as complicated as others make it seem. Our mission is to share what works and what's BS in the health industry, all while having a good time doing it. Expect us to share everything from new research to tried and true health philosophies to alternative health therapies and the occasional controversial topic. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Health Unfiltered podcast. My name is Dr. Robo and this is my second intro because Bobby cut in the first time, but I am here with a a dear old friend of mine, Mr. Robert O'Mullen or Bobby O'Mullen as he likes to go by. How are you, Bobby? I'm good, man. How are you? I am well. I was thinking about it. We were talking off air and I was like, you know, we talk every now and then, but I was like, I don't remember the last time I've seen your face outside of like Instagram. You know, we don't video call each other or anything, <laughs> but I was like, oh man, it's been like a long time. I, I Maybe Zach's wedding is like the last time I quote unquote saw you. Yeah, for real. I was, I was thinking the same thing when I was driving over. I was like, oh man, other than Instagram. I haven't seen like the silky beard in person in a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot more gray in it than than uh, you remember, which is yes. sad. But I suppose it's life, and you know, I see pictures of myself, and I'm like, man, my I don't know if my hair's as thick as it used to be, and it still is. But you know, I'm starting to get scared <laughs> now. I'm starting to get real scared. Um, Mine just keeps running back further and further. And I'm like, cool, we're, uh, we're just going to let this ride. You're just going to let it ride, yeah, yeah. yeah. One day you'll just be like, huh, I guess it's time to just get rid of it. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, but but thank you for taking time to uh, to come on the podcast. I know, I think you we've been trying to set this up for like months. Uh, and then yesterday you were like, hey, I'm free. And then I'm on all-star break. So I was like, okay, this works out. Let's just YOLO it. Tomorrow. Um, yeah, yeah, tomorrow. And I did ask Brooke. Um, but she was like, hey, and I have some other things planned out. So definitely gave Brooke her vacation time. Lord knows that she deserves it. She's out. I don't know what that woman does, if I'm being honest. She just sits in the jungle and drinks coconuts. And she, like, finds herself, which is, like, very peaceful. And I'm jealous. But at the same time, I'm like... What it just move. makes me so angry. <laughs> so angry. Well, Brooke, if you're listening, sorry, uh, sorry, couldn't meet you. Yeah, yeah, you, you enjoy your inner her. peace or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, something I haven't had in decades. What, what the hell is inner peace? Um, yeah, no, but but thank you. I we're gonna talk later about like, you know, not not tumultuous in a bad way, but how many things you juggle um, on yeah. a day to day basis. But you know, I understand that. Uh, finding time is tough. So I do appreciate you coming on. Um, before I introduce you though, like formally, um, we do have a question of the week, um, that I got from a student, a past student. Uh, and I think it's really fitting because you are also someone in this space. So I wanted to get your take on it as well. Um, so he did hit me up and he said, no, uh, Hey, I hope you're doing well, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm looking to get into strength and conditioning. Uh, what are some things that every strength coach needs? 
and some things that are going to separate me. So I want to let you answer that first, uh, and then I can kind of riff back and forth. Excuse me. I think I just burped into the mic. <laughs> it's okay. I kept one in as well. <laughs> um, honestly, I think, so something I usually talk to uh, our interns all about is uh, the biggest thing you can do trying to get into strength conditioning, especially when you're first trying to get your, your feet set, is be useful. And that's like, that's the yeah. most basic answer. But honestly, what, what we tell the interns is like, I would rather hire Orlando's best waiter or waitress and teach them all the science and training stuff than hire like the person who knows the Krebs cycle and can't talk to a human. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like being an intern is all about being able to see one step ahead and like, okay, the coach is going to need this drill set up over here. I'm going to go get it ready so that when that part comes, we can just hit the ground running or um i remember like the first time at one of my internships like the first kind of nod i got from the coaching staff was we're doing like tempo pull-ups and one of the coaches was shouting out all like the the eccentric tempos like three two one and it's a huge room and not everyone could hear and i just like hopped in and counted with him uh and he was like that was that was that was good it wasn't like oh i had this cool program idea or like wow you're very intelligent it was just yeah just it was loud no one could hear me you helped count good job right <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> literally literally just be useful be able to problem solve and uh find a way to be useful don't wait till you're told to go do something but like what can i do to help this moment that's the yeah. best thing you can do i think that's really great advice um i'm also laughing at the thought of you doing that one because it's such a you thing to do but two <laughs> i i feel like and and i because you've been in a lot of internships as, as well it wasn't just one mm -hmm. um which is kind of par for the course in our um yeah, industry which really sure. sucks but uh <laughs> doing that at like the wrong place also can can be a bad thing um because yeah yeah i think so much of it is and i use the term feel because it's all over baseball but um you know being able to feel out like when it is appropriate to to step in and stuff because in some places if you're like oh like of, nobody can hear this person let me start conning with them right for some reason the strength coach can be like this is my freaking gym it is not yours <laughs> you yeah. wipe down the equipment that's all you do right um so uh it's i agree and I, I will never say like oh no don't be useful right i think that that's like awesome advice um yeah i would just also be like hey be malleable and be ready to cry a couple times because it's just like there's just so much just pissing contest within the space where it's like man you brought me in like if i'm not if i'm not here to be useful or like why are you yelling at me if i'm trying to like help you guys um but a lot yeah. of it is because it's like well it's a privilege for you to be working with me and it's like no it's not man it really is <laughs> it really is not it's free so, help yeah for sure yeah yeah it's free and there's some people who get it there's some people who get it and it's, it's funny. Like we used to, uh, when looking for interns at spectrum, uh, we used to like, yeah, we'll try and get in touch with the exercise science department at UCF. Um, we'll get kids who are like doing it for credit. And what ends up being the case is all the kids who do it for credit are the worst because mm -hmm. they're like filling their practicum requirements and they're just plugging hours. And when you're like, why are you here? They're just like, cause we have to get credit. And like, they're not, doing anything with their time versus someone sure. who's like going out of their way of wanting to learn. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's kids who like 
you it sounds like it's such a basic answer but it's it's funny how like above the standard you become if you just try to like be useful in a moment yeah yeah i mean i was at the gym the other day and uh someone was on i think the bike and their personal trainer was behind them uh just with a cup of coffee just like watching them and i was like Dude. well spotting them on the bike right you make sure <laughs> yeah, real- yeah. <laughs> get in there and i'm not saying you have to like you know be in their face the entire time but if you're like you know like if you have a personal trainer or a coach like you you can take like you can become aware of what they're doing and like you look back and they're like on their phone drinking coffee while you're paying them for the hour or something it's like uh, what am i doing here so yes for sure be oh, yeah. useful uh because that will that will put you above like a lot of people who just have a certification and they're like yeah this is how i make my living and i'm here for probably 68 hours a week because it's like the only way you can make a living uh coaching (laughs) unless you get really lucky um so i i love that i think my my uh advice to them is like it's not to be a yes man or like yes woman just to say yes say yes to new experiences Mm -hmm. like because in in the field you have to take some random internship in virginia and then some job in (laughs) Colorado and then so you're like oh man like if I really want this like I should see how people coach in different environments in different sports especially in different sports right there's cultures everywhere that kind of are very different um and soak that up and and let that kind of form how you coach and there's no perfect coach out there there's no perfect system out there um and what I've learned from working in uh like professional team setting so much of it is just like being a hype man and what i mean by that is just like just getting people to buy into what you're doing and your mission so that they're like oh i want to come in i want to train i know this is good for me i know it's going to like get me to keep performing but if you are not hyping them up and you are not being like hey like this is what we're doing then they'll stop lifting and then you lose your job or the department loses its credibility. Like there's so many things that could go wrong if a professional player or a prof- or a college athlete is like, uh, this serves me no purpose. And then you're like, yeah. oh man, I'm the one in charge of this. <laughs> what you just told me is that <laughs> I serve no purpose, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, be serviceable or be useful and say yes to a bunch of random experiences because I think that's gonna it's going to do more for you than any amount of exercise science books that you can read. Yeah. I mean, like we said off air, there's nothing worse than the person who like has figured out one methodology and thinks that that's the answer to everything. Yeah. Like if, if there's all these different ways to train and there's people who follow each one, there's probably something to be learned from each one. Learn each and take what you can and apply it to see what actually applies to your situation. Yeah. Because someone might not care to do whatever your style is and you have to have an answer for them. Yeah, and I mean, how many how many athletes have you had where it's like, oh, they're non-axial, and you're like, okay, well, if they can't <laughs> if they can't back squat, what what can they do? It's like, oh, literally a thousand other things, but do not load them but with a barbell. King. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have other people where it's like they're non-axial, which means that they can't trap bar deadlift, but they can heavy RDL, and you're like, I don't understand. They're, they're the, the same thing. Mapping. Yeah, the math is not <laughs> mathing. Uh, but, you know, I don't, 
I don't want to get into that because I will get into fights with uh, people. So, um, yeah, it's a, <laughs> a great question. So let me um, formally oh, introduce perfect. you here. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Bobby O'Mullen is the head strength and conditioning coach at Rollins College in Winter Park, Florida. Uh, we attended Loyola University Chicago together, which is where we met, um, and we both worked as personal trainers in the campus rec department. So shout out to the Hallis Palace. So many good yeah, times there. So up? many good people that, that we met. And uh, if you're listening, it, just because we brought a part of the group back together, hello, we miss you and we hope you're doing well. Uh, since then, Bobby has coached in the collegiate sector. Uh, he's trained adults and he trained different teams within the private sector. Uh, he's also done adjunct teaching. He's opened his own business. Um, he does consulting and he plays probably too much spike ball, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, <laughs> you at the beginning. such an oxymoron. To even that. <laughs> yeah, no such thing. Uh, and I <laughs> talked uh, at the beginning about how you wear a lot of hats. So um, I really can't wait to talk about your experience and, and the many hats you do wear and kind of how um, you balance all that because. Yeah. You know, as someone who does it as well or someone who is listening to try and gain an understanding of like what this life might be like um, or as someone who just wants an appreciation of like, oh, man, these people like <laughs> they do a lot. Um, it's it's always good to to hear those experiences. So I really do want to yeah. thank you for coming on again. Uh, but I will start this off with tell us about yourself. Sell, sell me. Sell me, Bobby. Why do I want to spend the next 45 minutes talking to you? Yeah. Um, so like you gave me the, uh, the good intro of like my resume, right? So I've yeah. gone through all those different places. Um, I have seen a lot of different ends of the, the industry versus just getting climbed the ladder through one. Uh, and I've gotten to experience what all those different sectors are like. Um, so what I, what I kind of pride myself on is being able to reach whatever population I'm working with and, uh, whether that is like a team that is has zero training experience in a weight room, or that's a team who is a bunch of meatheads and loves to just get after right. it and get rowdy, <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna connect with you. Or if you're like the mom or dad who looks is looking to get active again, um, I've kind of I've had experience in all those sectors, and that's that's what I have tried to be make my specialty of like being able to reach different populations. So if you want to know about how to like connect with the people you're working with, that's, that's what I do. Yeah. And kind of in the, the spirit of juggling these things, we're going to play this game of like, which headphone is going to be alive all day. So I'm going to put one in and put one out. So we got one <laughs> charging and one not. And uh, it's suiting with the message. Yeah. That, that is, that is how we live our lives. Huh? Yeah. I, you know, I, if you, if you could talk, cause I, you know, I know you said that I like talked about your resume or whatever, but can yeah. you kind of give us the um, maybe the nutshell version of you went to Loyola, oh, right, sure. which is where we met. Yeah. You did personal training there. Um, but then I think you also had an internship with the um, the uh, wow uh, athletics department there. And then kind yeah, of like yeah. talk about how you got to where you're at now, because I think it's a really interesting story. Like I've it's weird. I've you know, we've kind of been doing the same thing like in a, in a parallel way, but like through our own yeah. very different ways. Um, and it's always it's nice to cool. kind of remember and, and be like, oh, yeah, shit, Bobby did do that. Uh, but also just to, <laughs> you know, that my listeners, like our listeners, like they, they have a pretty good idea of like how I've made it to where I'm at. But like mm. there's literally a billion ways you can 
do things. Um, so if you could speak to that, like that would be, yeah, be I think cool. that'd be awesome. So, I know what I normally, when someone's like, how do I become a strength coach? You just give them the cookie cutter. Like your resume should say interned, 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 <laughs> GA, stipend, part-time, then you get your job. Sure. Uh, and I, I know I don't have that same linear path and I know neither do you. Um, so yeah, like you said, I, we, we started together at Loyola in the, in the campus rec department and we did, it feels like everything in that world, uh, yeah. group X, personal training, weight room supervisor. Um, wow, weight room supervisor. That's right. Yeah. 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 You did outdoor adventures. I, I did, did outdoor sports. Like <laughs> we just ran that place. Um, and then uh, our buddy Zach and I, we, we went and did an internship in the athletic department and strength conditioning. And it was straight up because someone said, if you intern in white these yoga mats, you'll be able to use their bumper plates. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we went and did a semester of it and neither of us lifted in there for a full six months because we were too afraid to ask. <laughs> but uh, like, I didn't even know it was a job. I literally did it because I was like, I hear they have bumper plates and I'm tired of being told not to drop my weights uh, yeah. when I'm trying to do Olympic lifting. So um yeah intern at Loyola ended up being such a cool experience um and then got an opportunity to go down to Orlando and work as the grad assistant of strength conditioning in their campus rec department um so oversaw like their version of Hallis, uh yeah. which is like a 10x <laughs> jump yeah um, huge. Pers- personal training department weight floor staff that whole thing uh and I got to host get used to like hosting staff educations and all these different things and progressions, um, teaching people how to become trainers and that, that situation. Um, while I was in grad school doing my GA, uh, I got to intern at Spectrum, which is like a private sector strength conditioning place. Um, that was probably one of the most educational places I've been. Uh, I would say like their big separator at the time was the fact that they did all this like movement stuff. So mm-hmm. they weren't just a weight room, uh, but they had this methodology very similar to Exos. Um, on like Mondays, linear movements for plyos and movement drills and accelerations. Tuesday is like all lateral movement and shuffling. And they had this whole uh, methodology written out of how to do movement series. And I'm coming from a weight room being like, I know how to train an athlete. And I yeah, uh, yeah. got to learn that I don't know anything. <laughs> um, so I got to go there, uh, went back, finished my second year of grad school, uh, did not have a job lined up. Uh, so talked to my boss about it. He previously worked at vcu up in virginia uh so i did literally what you just said i took an internship in virginia <laughs> um yep moved up there with uh the goat tim contos uh he's been doing it there for 25 30 Forever. years um yeah and he's a he's a west side barbell guy so i got to experience that firsthand and i think one of the one of our favorite quotes of the interns was uh if you didn't bleed out of your ass did you really squat that day did you really max ever squat <laughs> um and so got to learn firsthand, like accommodating resistance, max effort, dynamic effort method and all that um, while interning there up over the summer. Uh, also was there with uh, Ryan Metzger. She was an assistant coach there at the time. And I think she just last year was like the N- uh, NSCA strength coach of the year. Um, oh, that's why the name sounds familiar. She, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was getting ready for nationals, I think, that summer when we were there too. So she was like in the thick of it with weightlifting. So it was cool to just like exist near her and see yeah, yeah, what yeah. – her process is like, you know, um, after that, like I call, I go back down to spectrum, uh, worked in corporate wellness for them. So I had, a, they had a couple of corporate contracts where I'd go downtown, um, in Orlando and like meet people at their office and like get them to work out or foam roll or come stretch. They had this like exercise station and they were paid an hour for lunch and then an hour to come work out with me. 
Very cool. Um, so I did that for a while. That was kind of my entry level. Then they had a staff member leave and I got to oversee like the adult training for our facility. And it was that like classic split shift of since adults work a nine to five, we work before and after yeah, nine to before five. Before and after, yep. Um, Brutal. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a heck of a day. But I uh, did like the adults, adult training, which was where I got my first like hands-on do like implement what you think will work and uh, full trial by fire of like, all right, I'm going to try training the adults like this. Um, and I can get more into that later, but pretty much learn like, don't just do these cookie cutter programs, but like train the person for what's best for them that day. For sure. Um, and that was my first experience of, with wearing multiple hats. Of I've got a session with six or seven people and I got to talk to this grandmother way differently than I talked to this 14 <laughs> year old kid. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. You know, like I, I remember my first time doing that was uh, like the old, one of the older clients I had was getting on the RSL bike and she was like, didn't know how to adjust the seat. And she goes, which way do I turn the knob? And I'm talking to this high school kid. And so I'm in this like kind of sarcastic mindset. And so she goes, which way do I turn it? I was like, righty, tidy, lefty, loosey. And she was like, oh. I was like, oh no, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to come at you like that. That's how I'm talking to them. I don't talk to you like that. Right, right. Um, so anyways, super good experience. Um, was there for two years, worked in the adult population. I got to be the assistant uh, educator for our internship program. So I did all those sessions every day. Uh, then I managed our social media department. Uh, and then I wanted to get back into college sports. And this is kind of where my career path really, really splinters. Um, so I left my job to do a volunteer internship uh, over at UCF with their football team. Um, got to intern with them and meet some of the best people that I've come across since the house, since the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and just kind of got to learn, like, love the experience and the people, but I learned that that's not like the life that I wanted to pursue. Um, of, Very fair. I think at, at the time I'm like 27 and I'm not looking to like start climbing the ladder of let me go do another internship. Let me go make 10 grand over here in a year. Then let me make maybe 18 and then hope I get a full time all in different States. Yeah. Um, and the full time like of, 30 grand. So yeah. yeah. And they had like one of their assistants had a three-year-old who had lived in four States already. And I was like, ah, I don't have a family, but that's not a life I want for a family. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so when that ended, uh, I just tried to open up my own training business out of my garage and started training some different athletes that were getting ready for their pro day at uh, UCF. Uh, a couple of different parents and clients and family members that uh, had reached out to me doing all the in-person stuff that turned into doing online training and then to like pad my income. I taught at UCF as an adjunct professor. Um, COVID hits, <laughs> everything right. shuts down. Of course. Uh, it was well-timed. Uh, then really the online stuff took off of like do online clients, uh, eBooks and try and blow up on Instagram and get a bunch of followers. <laughs> and then, uh, of course started doing the in-person in stuff again, ended up doing some, uh, consulting work for a company in Daytona. It's like fourth down university. Um, and then I was given the opportunity to coach UCF cheerleading and dance, uh, as their strength conditioning coach you had to follow my footsteps. I know. I yeah, know. I had to. Okay. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> you set such a good path. Yeah. Um, so I got to work with them. And uh, then that turned into getting to work with men's soccer as well. Um, and I got to see like what it was like to be a part of your winning culture with those teams. Um, in that time, UCF won their, the national championship yes. for cheer, in cheerleading. And then soccer won conference and went to NCAAs. So it was cool to like 
see what that was like. What, how do winning teams act, behave, interact, yeah. what are their standards, all of that. Um, then to pad my income as elsewhere, uh, while trying to grow the business, I went and worked at another private sector strength conditioning place, uh, learned a whole new methodology, a whole new business model of, of more individuals, one-on-one sessions, two-on-one sessions versus these like small groups. Mm-hmm. Um, did that for about a year. So juggled like those five part-time gigs for, I think about eight months, um, trying to figure out how to make enough money to pay rent, um, and like find, uh, some stability. And then I got offered the job at Rollins and that was like, hallelujah, finally we're here. <laughs> um, got an income that I could uh, like will sustain me. I can like pay rent and actually be an adult. Um, yeah. and so that was like a no brainer of like, yes, I'm in, let's do the thing that I've been trying to do. Um, and now I've been here around for two years. Yeah. It's crazy. It's been two years and like, I don't know. I feel like every time I look at your stories, it's like softball popping off, baseball popping off, lacrosse popping off. And it's, it's awesome to, to see, doing well. you know, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I, I think a lot of people, um, will, will, you know, cause sometimes it can be just well-timed, right. And be like, oh, well you got in when things were getting good. It's like, maybe, right. Yeah. yeah. Nobody really ever knows, but, um, right. to play a role in like any sort of like the team is winning or the team is hot or they got to, uh, I think Rollins got to the, it's division two, right. The yeah. university, yeah, yeah. um, but got to the, was it the division two national championships in baseball? Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what a great feeling. What an awesome feeling, you know, and, and to, yeah. to be able to say that, like, you help those, at that point, kids or young adults, but those kids, like, do anything just from, like, being a, a coach and listening or being like, okay, we're going to get you faster, stronger. We're just going to make sure you're right. able, you know, able to play. It's it's really, really cool to, to – it just kind of puts those those times where you're like, what am I doing here? Uh in a perspective, you're like, oh, this is what this is what it's here for. Like, this is what we grinded for was so that our team or, or whoever we work with um, ends up getting what we think they deserve in a championship yeah. or like getting. Dude, that's and- what that's what the big get grab was for me with college sports. And I'll I say this so I don't like uh, sit on. I actually didn't get to. I don't get to work with uh, the men's baseball team, but hey, it doesn't matter, dude. You're, you know? you're part of you're, <laughs> you're, you're part of like that that kind of like culture, especially because you can take things from that winning side and be like, okay, how can we implement it to the people that I do work with, right? Oh, it's facts. All we talk about it all the, the time. Same thing. We like a huge example was men's soccer last fall went to the elite eight, and it got to be a really easy example with all the other teams of like. Yo, the reason they did it is because this is the mo- this is the the course they set out on. They were here, they went hard all spring. Then they were the only team here all summer, and there was like a core group of nine of them. They didn't miss a day. They lived on campus. They trained with me. They went to the field. They put scrimmaged every night. Then we came in the fall, and they were ready to go. They didn't come and have to get ready. Yeah. Um, and then they did the thing, and like they they all bonded real quick. They uplifted each other. They played for each other. Um, like you said earlier, they they were bought in. So it was easy to tell the other teams like, yo, they did it. Here's how they did it. Let's go, let's follow that. Um, and it just like sets up the coursework, but yeah, it was, it was super cool to watch baseball go through the journey they did and like have all of athletics kind of be excited for this. Like, look at where Rollins is literally on a map 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> like look yeah. At, at the at the nationals, there's like a map and there's a big tar logo. Like that's super cool. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I think I sent you a picture as a couple of weeks ago. It was like a a car that had the big R and out in in yeah. in Florida. And I was like, is this Rollins? <laughs> You're like, this yeah, is that's old me. Toys R Us sticker. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I think you know, we've talked a lot about um, the people you work with and the athletes and stuff. And I, I have some people who will reach out to me, and they'll be like, you know, I know you've worked with X UFC or X NFL, like whatever it is, right? Like, how could, <laughs> how could you possibly want to work with? me just trying to get healthier or like mm. what is the appeal of that right um oh, that's such a I, sad a sad thing to say no yeah i mean for sure right <laughs> yeah. and i think it, but it's also like a a money thing right people are like whoa like why mm. i don't have to like pay you to do that if i can just pay <laughs> the guy drinking his coffee you know like half that amount and he's gonna oh, give yeah. me probably the same results and i say probably because you haven't done anything in your life like we can give you the it's most basic program. <laughs> Everything's going to work. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I wanted to ask you, like, in your opinion, because you've worked with, like, a whole gamut of people, I want to start mm-hmm. with first the differences. Like, what is the difference between, like, a either professional athlete or, like, college athlete who is, like, right at the precipice of getting to the next level um, and, like, someone who's, like, I just want to be able to – hold my kids without my arms being sore like we'll get into the, the <laughs> yeah, similarities yeah. but like what are the differences mm. that's such a good question um that's probably why you asked it i would say <laughs> hey <laughs> um honestly i think more so than like their setting the differences are like personality based so like i can look back on like the clients that I worked with, with the adults. And there were some that had the same mindset as the like division one players that I got to work with and the professional athletes I just worked with were like, they came in hungry and like wanted to be given the hardest challenge that day. And they had a goal they wanted to set out and accomplish. Uh, like they're, the guys in the sales team on this corporate contract were like, yo, I want a 300 pound bench and we're going to make it happen. Can you do it? And I was like, let's go. And uh, Cause you're going to lose both it, your shoulders, but we're going to make sure it happens. <laughs> we're going to do it. You'll be able to tell everybody. That's the important part. <laughs> and uh, like, so just personality wise, like there are people who are real type A edgy people that want to be pushed in that manner. And then there's also people who are like, Hey, just give me the work. I'm going to go over in the corner and do it. And then I'll come back to you when I need a question. And that exists both in adults that exists in college athletes that exists in the pros of people who just kind of want to be like, Hey, I know I'm supposed to do this. So give me the thing I'm supposed to do. Right. I'll come back. And you got to know when to like leave those people and let them go. Or when you're like the person rah, rah in their ear. And like you said earlier, like if you're the personal trainer and your clients on the bike, you ne- don't necessarily have to be in their face screaming. Someone wants you to, and someone really doesn't want you yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but honestly, that's the biggest difference is it's just knowing the personality or culture of the team or group you're working with. Because I'll have teams that like this is not their important thing, and yeah. uh, and that's just a reality. Whether it's cool or not cool, or like whether it doesn't make me feel one way or another, it's just like yeah, this is not what we need to focus on right now. We need to focus on why do we have such a glaring hole in our defense? Like whatever it is. Right. Um, like what you squat today isn't going to make that difference. Um, and then I have adults <laughs> where like <laughs> adults where this is their best hour of the day. And then I have adults who come in and 
uh, like I said, they think they know they should do it. And so they come in cause they should not cause they want to. Um, yeah. So I think that was a bit of a tangent, but that's, I think that's what I've come across. It's more personality based than necessarily, uh, environment. Yeah. I, I think that, that that's kind of what I was hoping you would say, if I'm being honest, because really what you did is you like said some of the difference, but then you spoke about how similar they are. Right. Because in the grand scheme of things, like it for a professional athlete, they're just doing what they need to do to keep their job. Right. Yeah. Uh, some people love it. Some people don't in the same way. Like if you are just a mom who's 58 and it's like, you know what? I'm just, I just want to be healthy enough to keep my job as a mom or keep my job as a whatever. Like I need the energy yeah. to do that. It's the same damn thing. Now, is it like, as prestigious probably not because like nobody sure you know you don't go to the other side of the, of the world and they're like oh my god you're michael jordan right but it's it's our it's it's just as important because like you have to be there for the people that need you right you have to provide for the people that need you to provide and i just like i always like to bring that up because there are so many more similarities between the quote-unquote normal person or the everyday athlete and oh the yeah they're just people athlete. they're just people <laughs> you know there's another like, dude that's another dude who had the right mom and dad <laughs> yeah yeah really. that's it. <laughs> and and just like the right amount of work and luck like everything played into it and you know i, I just like there's just so many people that and that kind of goes back to what what i've gotten like i have gotten comments like well like why would you work with me if you've worked with these people and i'm like it's all the same thing. Like they're, yeah. you're human, they're human. They have some genetic predisposition to like be way better at something that you will ever be. But that doesn't mean <laughs> that you can't get stronger. You can't, you know, lose weight if you want that. You can't live a healthier lifestyle. Like, and, and also being around professional athletes for the past couple of years, like they do not treat their bodies well either. They also don't get eight <laughs> hours of sleep. They also are yeah. crushing pre-workout at 11 p.m. They also, you know what I mean? So it's like, you, these are these yes. people that make literally millions of dollars and they're like, ah, fuck it. We're just going to ride it out and, and hope things McDonald's go up. McDonald's part three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you shouldn't feel bad when you're a struggling parent or struggling whatever and you're like, oh man, I really just... Uh, I, I had to have McDonald's because it was the most convenient thing. Who gives a shit? Have it. It is yeah. what it is. I would Thank rather God you, you ate. Yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly. I would rather that you are fueled, uh, even if it's quote unquote bad, and I gotta stop saying quote unquote, but uh than <laughs> than not being fed at all, right? Um and so yeah, I just like I just need it's it's always good for people to understand that. That like you are just another person like they are and you have every right to like try and get strong and want to be better because you have a life to live as well and you have people that are depending on you as well so yeah i think that's i i mean for anyone who, who has that mindset i try to remind them like i'm i'm about it if you're about it like i don't yeah, care yeah. what you're <laughs> i don't care what level you play at if you are just a person looking to get in shape if you're trying to make it to the league um if you want to be here and want to train, then I'm, I'm all in, I'm down. Like I want, I want to help you if you want to be helped. Um, and that's definitely like a thing you run into more, uh, I think in the professional setting of like the pre-Madonna's who don't, 
don't actually oh, yeah. want to be helped. They just like have to be. Um, For sure. And that's definitely a, a big difference between private sector and like collegiate setting is uh, in the collegiate setting, like it is team mandated. We have lift at 3 p.m., you yeah. know? Uh, so like there's people who are in there because it's on their calendar uh, versus private sector is like they signed up to come train because they want to get better. Um, and there's the kids who are like mom and dad signed me up. But for the most right. part, like those kids are coming into the private gym because they're looking for a way to get better. And so they're more receptive and more like bought in to just give me, give me the weirdest stuff you got if it works. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Versus college is like, what is this weird band kick thing we're doing? Like, oh, well, you know, uh, antagonistic facilitation. And they're just sure, like, sure. just have us do. <laughs> Actually, your nerves are going to fire a lot faster. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay. <laughs> You've never realized that this before, but especially in barbells. Yeah. <laughs> How do you how do you get faster? Well, you sprint. You're like, yeah, okay, that's that's the <laughs> fastest you'll ever be. You're you're right. Yeah, stop using <laughs> stop using VBTs uh, just to try and get faster. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think that that was no, you're good, you're good. funny. Yeah, I I I think uh, what I was gonna say while while you were talking about that is like the whole if you're about it, then I'm about it. Like mm-hmm. I I kind of feel bad because. 20 minutes ago, I was like, whoa, this guy was sitting and drinking his coffee, not watching his person. But like, I don't know anything about the relationship. Maybe she's like, hey, I just need you to be around. Probably not it. But I'm trying to do yeah. my best not to judge people. I'm doing a terrible job. Uh, if you just rewind. <laughs> but like, we don't know like what that person needs or wants. And uh, like, like you said, we've both had plenty of clients that are like, hey, like, give me this for a month. And then check in in a month. And you're like, all right, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> That's all I have to do. Fine. But I also have you're people that are like, hey, you got to text me every day. And I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to charge you a little more because I have a lot of work to text you every day. But <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's it's what people need. And you have to be malleable to to get them to the to the results that they want or they think they want and, and things like that. Um, I did want to talk well, about your job, right? Yeah, yes, exactly. Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We gotta, we gotta be what they need. Yes, and that's that's perfect. Like it's kind of kind of leads into my next question where yeah. you were talking about how you were an adjunct professor, um, you have been able to teach interns, right? Those are in my mind like better experiences because if you can teach people like how to teach others, like you have a pretty yeah. good idea of what you're doing, right? Um how do you go about like teaching your athletes or clients like what like what it is it what it is that we're actually working on right someone comes in and says mm-hmm. like hey all i want is big biceps and you're like okay like there's something a little more to that like we can focus on that fine but like yeah. at some point right there's there's probably something uh and i don't want to speak for you but there's probably something in you like there is in me where it's like there's more to this like <laughs> If I can teach you a yeah, little more, yeah. then you're going to get more bought in. Like, how do you, how do you go about doing that in your experience? Uh, so, yeah, I'm, cause, cause like you, I, I'll go on a tangent about something cause I, I love it and I'll, I'll sure. nerd out big over whatever we're doing. And, uh, I, I have to catch myself and make sure I'm not over, over explaining things to most teams. But, um, I think uh the big thing for me is like i've been a couple places before where a team comes in the room and it's like punch in punch out kind of work where you come in like all right station one's over there station two's over there three's there go 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 and like 
you got to go through the room station to station. We're doing this block a, then this B block, then this C block. Uh, and then you're out and then go to film. And, uh, and there's no explanation of like, what the hell just happened? Why are we doing this? (laughs) And that's where you have the kids who are like, what is the point of this thing? I don't understand. This is lightweight for me. Why am I doing it? And, and you didn't set the purpose for the day of like, it could be as simple as sometimes it's sometimes I keep it as simple as like a one or two line thing of like, Hey, you all played a game yesterday. We're all sore today. Just come in and check the box. We're going to go through stretch. We're going to go through station to station, knock the rust off and get out of here. Yeah. Other days I'm like, Hey, today we're loading that shit up and we're getting inside. Are we, I'm assuming we're allowed to curse. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, yeah, I've uh, swear multiple times already. Yeah. Good deal. <laughs> good, good deal. Uh, <laughs> like, Hey, we're going heavy ass weight, load that shit up. We're going to rip it. Uh, and then there, you know, just give a little, little tidbit of like what the point is. And then if, if we're really going to be doing some out there stuff, I'll preface it and I'll try and like plant the seed a couple weeks early of like, Hey, you know, I shouldn't have you out here now. We're going to go some medium weight later. You're going to move it fast. Then we're going to do some super lightweight and you're going to move it even faster. And then like the medium weight week comes. I'm like, all right, remember how last week was heavy this week we take weight off, move that like it's heavy. Um, so I usually try and just like the beginning of the lift. Here's what the goal is for the day. Go make this happen. Uh, and then after the lift, depending on the vibe, if it's like they just need to get out, they need to get out. If it's they got to run out to practice, let them run out to practice. If they had questions throughout the lift, then I might at the end of the lift be like, hey, here's the direction we're steering the ship right now. Um, y'all had a great week of training. This is the stuff you did. Here's where we're going next week. And then inevitably that's going to get you blah, 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 better for your beam test or whatever. Yeah. Um, I just related back to like what the point is. So um, what the purpose of the day is and then what their goal is and how this will get them there. Yeah. I love the idea of setting the intention, right? Because yeah, I, I think I, I <clears throat> posted a TikTok a, a couple weeks back um, where it was like training through injuries. It's like the intention mm-hmm. at that point is like, you just need volume because you're hurt. Mm-hmm. So let's just make sure we keep things up. Right. And I was actually on the phone with my mom uh, yesterday, I think. And my mom is, she exercises often now. I love it. She took up swimming nice. out of nowhere. It's like great. And she was like, you know, like I woke up and I was like tired. I still went to swim. And normally I'm swimming to like get my heart rate up and push myself. But I was like, I just am going to swim and I'm just going to like do cool. what I need to do. And I was like, yes, like that's, that's yeah. great. <laughs> that you like auto-regulated yourself to be like, wow, I feel terrible. Like, let me just enjoy this moment. And I think that's like, the intention there was I'm going to enjoy this moment or I'm going to check this box, right? I know I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to do it. And I think that's where a lot of um, like private sector or like just like everyday athlete clients, like exercise sometimes is, is not fun. A hundred percent. Like even when you're like loading up, like I haven't squatted 405 in years, but it was fun, but it's also not fun because you're like, wow, this is going to hurt, <laughs> but I'm going to do yeah. it anyway, right? I noticed that you've been trying to do some zone two training, right? It's not fun. <laughs> it's the least fun thing. It yeah. is so boring. You're like, oh, okay, let me just pedal and make sure I don't blow myself up and go for 30 to 60 minutes. And you're like, oh, what fast. a drag. Yeah, yeah, I want to go fast <laughs> or I want to get off this bike. You know, that's like, that's yeah, what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, but so much of it is like, you just sometimes you have to do it. You're checking the box, and it's like that's fine. Like you, that's just how life is. Sometimes in life, you're you're gonna do things that you don't want to do, but like there is some payoff, and maybe it's that the week later 
you can sprint or a month later you're going for a hike and you're like, wow, I can actually do this because I'm not just like, my heart is not exploding. Right. There's, yeah. there's like always a reason for something and, and you can, that's not saying you have to have a reason for it. Right. Sometimes you can just go and do whatever, like this is the opposite mm-hmm. side and now I'm getting into a tangent, but the opposite side is like, <laughs> go have fun, just go exercise, just go move. Like it doesn't always have to be planned out like oh today's his own two day oh tomorrow's the sprint yeah. day oh this is a medium speed day like just fucking move man just what do you do want things. to do today yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. <for? laughs> yeah so it's like you know it's it's a fine balance between that but i that always goes back to like what is the intention of the day like what is it that you want to do and if today's a day where you just go in and you move and you play and it's like god this really sucks but i'm glad i did it awesome and if today is yeah. the day where you wake up and i think you sent me a tiktok the other day where it's like it's the fun fitness right you wake up and you just like crush 200 milligrams of caffeine and you have rice <laughs> krispies and you're like hell yeah i'm just gonna go in yeah, there and yeah. like mess this place up awesome you should have those days too you know uh and i hope everyone experiences that but it's just like everything else where like you are not gonna have a good time all the time and you're also not gonna have a bad time all the time but it takes yeah. time it's, and I think it's not like, not that you should set out to do, to have a bad session, sure. but like the, like, I think it's just important to know the fun sessions are great, right? Like the squat 405 example, like, okay, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to have my Rice Krispie treat and then go squat 405 Yeah, is that's the fun day. But you, when you wake up and you know that that's not the vibe that day of like, I'm, I didn't get enough sleep. I'm not yeah. feeling it today don't go in and try and have that session. Like it's not on the table for you. It's, yeah. it's okay to like go do something else. If that's not what the vibe is, even if you planned, this is the day on Wednesday squat day. And I got to make sure I do it. Like if it's not in the card for you today, go do something else. Cause there's nothing worse than like trying to expecting to do something and not meeting your expectation. Like that is shit. Yeah. It just ruins the whole day and then probably ruins the whole, like the next couple of days. Cause you're like, wow, I was not ready for that. And I blew my load for the rest of the week. Yeah. Like what, what am I, I doing now? I always tell our teams, I'm like, you can, you can plan out maxes, but you can't plan out PRs. Like it yeah. just has to, oh, be, I love has to that. be the day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think, you know, I, I, I did work under uh, a buddy and um, he, he'd say something like that where he's like, mm. you know, I, some things that I don't agree with, he was like, oh, yeah, periodization is bullshit. Like, how are you going to tell me when you're going to max? And it's like, mm. I mean, there's some, uh, like, of course, there's like, otherwise, like, you I hope like, I can get you ready for a date, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> the job. Otherwise, like, you're like, hey, I know you're uh, peaking for the Olympics four years from now, but like, we're just going to roll those dice. Like, no, hope there's it, a system in out. place, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd never heard that. Um, but that's so true because so many things can affect you and like you can randomly get sick one day. And I think with, with exercise, at least like for most people, it's not the main thing. The only time it's the main thing is if you are a power lifter or uh, Olympic weightlifter, because even bodybuilders can be like, I don't need this movement. I just have to stimulate this, this muscle using whatever. Yeah. But if like, yeah, you have to squat a heavy amount eight weeks from now. That's probably the only time where I'm going to be like, hey, we have to do like, is it just that you're tired or like physically you're there? Because if physically you're there and mentally you're not like, 
you got to suck it up. Like they're there. We're at a point right now yeah. where like we have to keep pushing if all the other boxes are checked. Right. But for 99% of people, it's like, Hey, if your lower back is toast, don't squat, go do Bulgarian <laughs> split squats yeah. or go leg press or go do anything that's going to stimulate your legs, like in whatever way you need it to be. But like, yeah, it is not that serious. And that's coming from right. someone who has blown out their back trying to do it and continues to do it because they're an idiot, <laughs> right? Like, there's some things, like, I just won't change. But, like, that's also what got me to this point, right? When I was 20 and when I was 21 and I was like, well, this hurts so bad, but, like, we have to squat. We just have to do it. And it's like, why? That didn't, that didn't <laughs> bring me anything. I was Something about a, this doesn't agree with my Yeah, body. yeah. I was a sub-elite lifter at best and by mm-hmm. sub elite i mean sub average i was like averagely average so it's like there was yeah, no yeah, reason like, for, for me to be doing that like i get a medal because not enough people came yeah <laughs> <laughs> like how many people signed up four no i can't i can't uh, it's not in the card <laughs> <laughs> i can't just walk onto the podium yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna find yeah. another meet yeah like oh, the uh the 198 class yeah <laughs> tough um yeah, that, no, I'm that's right there funny. with you. I'm right there with you. That's, <laughs> yeah. I, same thing of like I in undergrad, I would have thought like I was so driven and getting those numbers up, thinking that was like what was important. And then yeah, it's what we it's had more to of do. like yeah, what we had to do. And then versus like, what if I just trained what I was able to train that day and did that for like ten years, and then where would I be now? Versus, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me <laughs> sideline myself for six months because I had because Wednesday on week three said start with. <laughs> you know, yeah. 98%. <laughs> I know, man. It's sometimes like, I feel like I finally have a chest and upper back now. And I'm like, wow, it took 10 years because <laughs> for six years I wasn't able to like lift consistently. Like what an idiot, what a dumb thing to do. Um, but kind of going, going off of that, uh, yeah. I think sometimes we get kind of lost in the sauce of like, what is important, how we can quantify X, whether that'll lead to Y. Um, I know because you've worked in uh, a couple settings with a lot of people and also with varying budgets, right? Um, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of ways that you can track how someone is getting better or how they're getting worse or if they're staying the same. Um, In your practice, like, and maybe it's because we can kind of split it up in a couple different ways, right? How is, how do you quantify whether people are getting better, the athletes, right? outside of what well, they're winning right like you can win and still get weaker <laughs> like that i'm yeah. sorry you can do that but for sure you know how are you quantifying whether your team athletes are getting better or your uh corporate uh athletes are getting better or like just that person that your personal training is getting better yeah uh i think the most important thing is just measure something like pick whatever yes whatever is important to you like you gotta you have to track or measure something to show progress and there's like the intangible things of okay mood is better i'm sleeping better um and you always have with a client some like euphoric moment you know six months in where they're like oh my god today i did this thing and i was able to just pick up the thing and it didn't hurt my thing and yeah yeah yeah. "Yeah, cool look at where we are (laughs) yeah let's get Um, more of those please (laughs) right right but you can't like i didn't i didn't program for that to happen it just kind of like it's a product of what they're doing so um it's just track something. So when I, when I started doing all the adults, it was, I made everybody, <laughs> I made everybody do a 500 meter time trial on the rower. 
Amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't care who you are. You were doing it. Shut up. <laughs> and uh, and then it turned into this, like, I had for different people, like, whatever they cared about doing, we, like, tracked different stats. And whether it was, like, a push-up test, a wall sit, a rower, a rower time trial, an airdyne bike, a bench, a squat, um, a mile time, like, whatever the thing was, we had something to track yeah. um, for everybody. And... um it just was, was this big spreadsheet of each person and then like what the events were and their all time bests and their previous. And, uh, it, they became bought in and this is not the athletes this is like the people with making progress. And then yeah. that's like, that's what we all are addicted to of like, Oh man, I went 10 seconds faster. That's crazy. And then you yeah. go back, you're like, Oh my God, I was a minute slower when I first got here. And then that can turn into like, Oh, what else can I make better? Uh, or yes. how else am I better? And that just like builds and builds. And then it's just a self-sustaining thing. Um, so we did that and I would set it up where like Fridays could be fucking Friday. And no matter what I had programmed, you could come, um, you could come do one of the time trials. Mm. So like whatever I programmed, scrap it, fuck it, do the thing you want to like retest something. If you just come in that day amped and you wanted to like set a new record. Um, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> it, it was it was such a cool thing, and uh, we had like a record board for like our male and female best. We kept that up out in public, so people would like a big ceremony of signing your name next to a record. Um, oh, that was super cool! And then with adult with athletes, same kind of thing. We just whatever tests we decide to do with a team because we think they measure what we want them to measure. Um, we have athlete records from the entire time they've been here since they were freshmen till their seniors, and you can look like hey fall you used to run this in the spring. Now you run this. And I kind of had the explanation to the athletes of like all four years, I want you to make progress. And prior to me getting here, there was this big cultural thing of like, you come train all spring, you go from here to here. And then we go home for summer. Boom. Yeah, 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 and yeah. then we come back and I was like, you, you have been here three years. Every fall you come back the same human. Yeah. Like you are the same person every September we should be climbing like if it's five pounds a semester, then that's great. You're going to leave here five, 25, 20, 25 pounds stronger. That's what we want. Like it's not about making these big jumps and then dips, but it's about continually moving. And that's, that's the message. And I tell them like, you'll get hurt and you'll go downhill and, or like life will hit you and you go downhill a little bit, but then we'll bounce back. It's just like continue to trend upward um, and have record of it for them, for them to see the progress. Cause that's what motivates people is like seeing the progress. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you said that you have, first of all, hilarious. You said that first it was a 500 meter row and that you made them do it. <laughs> no, screaming Be in their ears. <laughs> because, you know, I think we all, we all kind of do that. It, like, it's like, Oh, this is my thing. You know, like every one of my athletes or every one of my, like, they're all going to do this. And I, I think most people think of it like, yeah, what's your one arm bench or what's your one arm squat, right? Like we have to test it. Uh, but so much of it is like, I, it's you just test something, right? What is the most important something. thing to you? Like from a sports science perspective, like is it's maybe a little better that we use jumps for pitchers and batters because it's like an overall expression of power. And, you know, we can like look at how you're jumping, especially if you have like force decks or expensive equipment yeah. that can kind of break things down. <laughs> but there's also like a lot of white noise in that stuff. And you're like, yeah, your power is better. But like, whoa, this ratio went down and we can see that the eccentric rate of force development is different. And you're like, 
who uh, who cares? Was their power they're output? St- they're better? staring at you like, what's a the, Newton? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and so, so a lot of that is like, you pick one thing, and if you have all the money in the world, yeah, test your power development. Get a Nord board. Get VBT. Like, if you have that time and money, awesome. But if it's yeah. as simple as, I just started lifting. Uh, and I'm tracking my weights and my my reps. My volume is a hundred pounds heavier than it was last week, which means that you did like what one set of uh, dumbbell curls that was twenty uh, pounds instead of ten pounds. Like yeah. awesome, that's better, <laughs> right? Like Phenomenal. yeah, and it does and get I think, better. Yeah, and I think a lot of people and you know this is kind of a, a different different point but they'll be like well i haven't lost any weight or i haven't done uh i haven't Mm. gone up in my bench or i haven't done something it's like you may have not done that one thing one you weren't training for that thing specifically anyway i don't know what made you think you could do that but you also (laughs) like you also have done so many other things so why don't you focus on that instead um and so much of it is like kind of reframing the the people and how they think so that it's like a positive and not just yeah you are wasting your time because you haven't done this one thing that you thought you wanted yeah no that's that's i love that you made that point because that that's where i kind of would always get started with my clients of like most of them come in because they want to get leaner or lose weight or whatever sure and, always. Uh, always you know that's how everyone comes in the door um but that's so hard it's not hard to track, you know, cause you can do, you know, body composition machines and, uh, but it's, it's a long process. It's not such an instant, like, I'm not going to show you much progress in two weeks, but yeah. I can probably get you to do one more push up in two weeks. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can do something quicker than that, than your image. And you might not see that for four weeks or eight weeks. So I'm going to find something else that we can track to like prove that we're making progress and hope that I pick something that's related to, you know, if you're here for weight loss or for strength or for, uh, return to sport. Like I'm going to pick something that you feel like we're making progress in the right direction, but I'm going to pick something that shows progress quicker than what that other goal is. Yeah. Now, yeah, that's that's a really good point to be made too, because so many people get fixated on that one thing, but you just give them a carrot and you just give them another carrot and another carrot, and then they look back and they're like, "Oh, I did that thing I thought I was going to do." It's like, yeah, yeah. but you wouldn't have done it unless we kept your eyes on other things. Um, no, I remember. I, this is it. Sorry, this this relates to uh, what we were saying. You're a quote from you is like literally what I think about when I think about uh, having people track things. Oh no! It was. <laughs> I think, you know, it's a good, it's a good one. It was. Uh, it was when Zach and I were really getting into weightlifting, and uh, you were still doing like the bodybuilding show prep full time. Oh yeah! And wow, TBT. You had the, the silky smooth calves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you had just switched over to powerlifting and you were like, dude, tracking numbers is so much more fun. Like I don't, I way don't more fun nearly as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we hate ourselves for different reasons, but that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well now I'm not strong that. enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it no, was just this whole like revelation. Sure. That you put yeah. the words. Yeah. I mean, it's way better to be like, wow, I squatted a hundred more pounds and like, oh, I have this extra bicep vein. Like whatever. dude. <laughs> like, that's gone also, in a minute. Also, yeah. Yeah, you also didn't eat for four weeks, so you know there's a, a trade off there. Uh, didn't go out either, but yeah, man, it's it's been a been an interesting ride. Um, before before we get off, I was wondering if you had any like cooler, exciting things on the horizon. Um, I know you mentioned, and I know that you have like eBooks 
Um, are you planning? Yeah, can yeah. you talk about those? Are you planning on writing anything else? And then, like I said, is there anything else kind of on your horizon? <laughs> uh, definitely, we'll do a plug. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, if you want to help support me, uh, I've got four <laughs> ebooks online, uh, and they kind of started uh, during quarantine uh, with COVID. Originally, I probably went the first like two months of not putting anything out because I felt like the space was so cluttered and everyone's putting out their like. Here's how to do bicep with uh, cans of soup. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is, we don't need more of this shit. Um, <laughs> stop trying to make the weight room out of your utensils in the kitchen. Just like yeah, do yeah, push-ups yeah. and jump. Um, and so inevitably, inevitably, I was like, okay, let me there. I don't agree with so much of this out there. Let me put out like, this is what you should be doing, you know, because I know everything. So like, this is what you should <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, anyway, so I made a, I made a body weight training ebook, um, for people who don't have access to gyms or, or don't have interest in doing uh, resistance training. Um, then that turned into, I made, I was really getting going down the rabbit hole, of like how to get faster um, and all this different sp- sprint methodology training and, and ways to, to get your nervous system firing at a higher level. And so I came out with the speed sprint speed development ebook um, that later turned into, I wanted something that, I think my aunts and uncles were like talking about the eBooks and they're like, should I get this one or this one? And I was like, you should not do anything from those books. Um, you haven't moved in 60 years. Uh. Yeah. So I was like, I, I felt bad. I was like, I literally have nothing to give you. This is like, this stuff would be bad for you to do. So I made uh, an eBook couch to couch to fitness. Um, and it's, it's all scalable. Um, and it starts off with like a testing week of, here are, uh, I can't even remember off the top of my head, but there was like a push-up test, a squat test, and a dead bug test. And uh, depending on what you're capable of doing, um, that determined what your workouts would be and where you'd follow along in the packet. Um, yeah. like, okay, I'm a level four dead bug because I keep my back flat while straight legs. Or I'm a level one and I just tap my heels on the ground. Um, and then you like follow along with that. Um, sprint speed was same thing. There's different custom pieces in that um bodyweight training is just straightforward there's really nothing custom to it and then recently um i came out with this uh beep test protocol ebook because we had a lot of success the past two years uh here at rollins prepping our soccer teams for their for their beep test training um and it's just we the first spring it went really well and then the second year kind of like we do everything i'm going to tweak it and try and see what i can change and make better Um, and I feel like in a really good spot of this thing I have figured out, like, how do I get someone more fit? Um, and realistically it's like for the sport of soccer, but particularly for the test of running the yo-yo intermittent sprint test. So, uh, got this good routine down custom fit of like, you run the beat test, enter your score, the spreadsheet kicks back all your distances and times you have to run for the next eight weeks, um, and retest. And we've got kids going plus 10, 15 levels from awesome. the retest it's absurd like they both sports each spring have set new all-time program records uh not like since i've been here but since the coaches have records back to 2010 and they're currently the fittest teams that have ever existed so oh yeah i was like yeah yeah like we're doing yeah. good things i'm gonna put this out there i felt like it was good timing of everyone's home for summer and they know in august they have the looming beep test when they return to campus so yeah uh just kind of put that out there for them 
No, that that's awesome. I will. Uh, I loved your sprint speed development book. Uh, I stopped doing it because I just loved lifting more. I was like, you know, what? <laughs> I would rather lift four to five yeah, times yeah. a week. So it's like I still try and sprint every now and then. But I like did it, and then I was like, I just love weights too much to because. <laughs> There's a cost, right? Like if, if I'm going to sprint yeah. more, I'm going to lift less. And I was like, I'm just not in that place where I want to do that now. Sure. But I say that to say that like they're great resources and like uh, we'll put them in the show links um, for anyone cool, that cool. is interested in, um, you know, hopefully some people check those out. But um, yeah, yeah thank you for, for, for coming on. And it's always, always awesome catching up. And it's, it's just really cool to see you know, the person you've grown into, the coach you've grown into from that guy who used to take his guitar into the stairwell and sing songs. So, uh, and, How dare you? How dare you? We've burned I all the memories. <laughs> and those videos are somewhere on YouTube, I'm sure, still, unless you finally oh, locked them away. They're but all unlisted, that's for they're sure. All I don't know. Unlisted. I'm sure they exist somewhere because it's the internet. But, like, I did my best. Uh, I tried to yeah, clean yeah, that Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I had to. It's just, it's awesome to see. But uh, I am proud yeah, of you, yeah. man. And, and I, I you, love like the, the text and uh, me and stuff we continuously send to each other but um yeah uh, hopefully we get another chance to do this and we get some great questions Please. from this one and we can bring you on again um but until next time man i hope you have a a great time i hope you enjoy the off season or the summer because lord knows you need that time off from grinding <laughs> um and then i hope that things continue to go go really well for you i'm i'm always cheering for you so thanks my man right back at you all right, so in classic fashion, we will cue that music. Peace out, everyone. Later. Thank you for listening to the Health Unfiltered podcast. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, rate the podcast, and share this episode. Connect with me, Dr. Alzola, on Instagram at ROI Health. For more details on all things sports and human performance coaching, visit GetROIHealth.com. You can find me, Brooke West, on Instagram at WestNutrition.co. For all the ways we can work together on nutrition and holistic health, visit WestNutrition.co. And don't forget to send us your epic questions of the week on Instagram at HealthUnfilteredPod. Catch you next time.